0: Hey, this is Jeff Loveland. Thank you for tuning in to Anchor For My Soul podcast, where we want to give a message of hope in the middle of the storm by anchoring ourselves to the Word of God. In each episode, we will grow in our spiritual walk a little more as we use the SOAP Bible study method to dive deep into the scriptures, observe what God is teaching us, apply the lessons in our daily lives, and then pray about it. I hope this encourages you today and helps you go forward with Christ. Hey, welcome back to Anchor from My Soul podcast. This is your host, Jeff Loveland. I'm excited to be here with you today as we dive deep into Proverbs 22. You know, um, today, this was put in my heart when we were uh, together as a family around the dinner table, and the one verse specifically that really stood out to me was training up a child, and this is verse 6 in Proverbs 22. We'll get to it here in just a little bit. But let me give you a little background of what happened today and why it reminded me of what we do as parents and why we do it. And we don't realize the impact we make each and every day. So today we're having dinner around the table, my wife and I and our daughter McKenna. Um, (laughs) It's so exciting just to watch little ones learn and apply things in their own life at such a little age. And it reminds me of the model behavior that we show her or our children each day in and out. And so today we're around the dinner table and we put down our plates. We had our utensils and we we sat down ready for a meal. And it's like, all right, it's time to pray. So we model this behavior like we've been doing for the last two years of my daughter's life. And uh, just giving thanks to the Lord. And just praying for a few things that are on our heart. Well, my daughter puts her hands together. And she bows her head. And and it's just, you could see the sense of a, a joy in her as we go through this. So she's now starting to pick this up. And she's now, she loves doing this. So little by little, we are creating a prayer warrior. So we, we get through our little prayer. It's time to eat. We say, thanks, Lord. And our prayer, and then uh, getting ready to start eating. And then she looks at me and does her little sign language for more. And I'm thinking, okay, more peas, more more milk. what? Oh, more prayer. And, um, okay, so we start praying again. Okay, McKenna, what would you like to pray for? Mommy? Okay, so we start praying for Mama. And, uh, all right. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. More. <laughs> more prayer. Okay, McKenna, who would you like to, who or what would you like to pray for? Daddy? Okay. So she, every time she bows her head and she's excited. We pray for me and, all right, is there any more you'd like to pray for? Babies? Everything's about babies right now. We're all about babies. So we start praying for babies. Anyways, four prayers later, we can, my food's cooled off. We're ready to eat. Uh, and she just had so much joy, just praying for us, praying for others, and just she loves it. You know, when we started trying to teach her, all right, you got bow your head, you know, put your hands together. We're trying to show her what that was and model that behavior for her for the last two years now. And <laughs> dinner time can be a challenge to start with, but it's. But now she starts modeling this when she does when she eats. And uh, it just little by little by little, we're training up our child. And the next thing we want is just for her to really know who Jesus is. So when she can start saying Jesus more and more, that well, that's the next big thing for us. But we didn't, we didn't realize how fast she's picking this up. And it makes me think of how we model our life. It makes me think about how we, what we say, what we do in the home in the community, in our jobs, wherever we go. You know, you have little eyes that watch us uh, on the street. You, you always have someone watching you. It's important to remember that. But most importantly, God always knows what we're doing. He knows what we're thinking. He knows what we're saying. He knows what we're about to do. He knows what we do do. <laughs> Great, I just said do do. Um but what are we modeling? What's our behavior like? So today, I hope this message encouraged you. I hope you get a lot of wisdom out of this, and um, I hope uh, this helps you in your parenting as well as as we learn to train up a child. So if you could please turn your Bibles to Proverbs twenty two. Proverbs 22, verse 1. A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, and favor is better than silver or gold. The rich and the poor meet together. The Lord is the maker of them all. The prudent sees danger and hides himself, but the simple go on and suffer for it. The reward for humility and fear of the Lord is riches and honor and life. Thorns and snares are in the way of the crooked. Whoever guards his soul will keep far from them. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. The rich rules over the poor and the borrower is the slave of the lender. Whoever sows injustice will reap calamity, and the rod of his fury will fail. Whoever has a bountiful eye will be blessed, for he shares his bread with the poor. Drive out a scoffer, and strife will go out, and quarreling and abuse will cease. He who loves purity of heart, and whose speech is gracious, Will have the king as his friend. The eyes of the Lord keep watch over knowledge, but he overthrows the words of the traitor. The sluggard says, There is a lion outside. I shall be killed in the streets. The mouth of forbidden women is a deep pit. He with whom the Lord is angry will fall into it. Folly is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of discipline drives it far from him. Whoever oppresses the poor to increase his own wealth, or gives to the rich, will only come to poverty. Words of the wise, verse 17. Incline your ear and hear the words of the wise, and apply your heart to my knowledge. For it will be pleasant if you keep them within you, if all of them are ready on your lips. That your trust may be in the Lord, I have made them known to you today, even to you. Have I not written for you 30 sayings of counsel and knowledge to make you know what is right and true? That you may give a true answer to those who sent you? Do not rob the poor, because he is poor, or crush the afflicted at the gate. For the Lord will plead their cause and and rob of life those who rob them. Make no friendship with a man given to anger, nor go with a wrathful man, lest you learn his ways and entangle yourself in a snare. Be not one of those who give pledges, who put up security for debts, If you have nothing with which to pay, why should your bed be taken from under you? Do not move the ancient landmark that your fathers have set. Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. So that was our scripture reading for today. Now let's observe this. We'll apply this to our life and then we're going to pray. So what's some things that stood out to you today? It could just be a couple words, a couple phrases. Um, you know, when I first read Proverbs, it's almost like a whole bunch of bullet points, like I mentioned earlier. And it's almost like some things don't match up, but yet they kind of do. And that's kind of how I see this, uh, Proverbs 22. But I I could take a few verses and kind of put them together and get like a central theme. And so first today, we're going to talk about uh, the emphasis on training up a child. That's really what stood out to me first and foremost. But then the other thing, too, was the part about uh, verse 13 is the sluggard says, There's a lion outside. I shall be killed in the streets. Well, how does that fit in all this? And what does that look like? And when I kind of went through some of these other verses, uh, it made more sense. Uh, We'll get to that in just a second. And then finally, I'm going to emphasize the wisdom comes from God. Uh, Proverbs 2, 6 through 8 tells us so. Actually, I'll just read that right now. Uh, Proverbs 2, 6 through 8. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity, guarding the paths of justice and watching over the way of his saints. So with that in mind, it makes me think about how uh, walking in a good path and how we want our children to do the same. Uh, We want them to know knowledge and understanding and and walk in upright position. No, I'm not talking about standing. I'm talking about going in the right direction. And as a parent, I want my children to go further than I do. And I want them to have a wonderful life. But one where they they just, they seek God in all that they do. They seek Jesus. And that's important to me. Um, there's going to be ups and downs in their life. Uh, I'm going to be there for uh, my daughter now and any future children time, but I won't be here forever. So my goal is to point them to God during the good times, during the bad times. Worship his name all the time, especially in the bad times. and And just communicate with him, pray with him. This is important. So verse 6 talks about training up a child. In a way he should go, even when he is old, he will not depart from it. How many times have we learned something and ingrained it in our minds? And then after a while, uh, we learn other things, but because we learned it right from the get-go, over and over and over, it was ingrained in our mind. We knew exactly what we were doing. Uh, things can cl- uh, dust can collect on it, and eventually when we need to get back to that, uh, we can uh, blow the dust away. And sometimes in our walk, With Christ, uh, sometimes we're going down the right direction and we steer away for one reason or another. Something of this world distracts us or pulls us away, but yet he brings us right back on path, especially when we're trained how to seek him uh, when we realize we're going down the wrong path. Uh, Training up a child, it consists of creating a hunger in that child, a hunger to... um, if they're a baby, they're hungry for milk and uh, mom and dad's attention. Uh, well, in the same way, that doesn't change with our relationship with Christ. Um, we, as b- believers and followers, we start off with milk, but we get this hunger for more food and we want to um, grow. And once you have that hunger, uh, well, you want to learn more and more and more. But over time, we may lose sight of that hunger. We may forget how we started off. And it's important to remember that hunger from time to time to time as well. Uh, you could be a ministry leader going down the right path. And you know what? You could be, um, you could be knocked down. You could uh, be disappointed. You're, you you got to guard your heart. And sometimes those fiery darts that the devil sends at you, uh, you might lose your hunger. So that's when that training up comes in handy. Whether you're a ministry leader, a parent, a child, whoever, a follower of Christ. We need to know that hunger and remember that from uh, from our early walk with Christ. Verse 15 talks about um, the folly is bound up in a, ch- a heart of a child, but the rod of discipline drives it far from him. That folly, that foolishness, I mean, as a child, we we try different things, we test, um, we trust, we test methods, and we test boundaries, and that's what we do as children, um, <laughs> and adults. But because of the discipline and our parents correcting us, uh, we know what is right and we know what is wrong. That discipline is important. If you go on society. There's a lot of people that don't have a mom and a dad. And that family structure is important. God created that for a reason. But that family structure helped create that discipline and everything that is needed to grow and go in the right direction. If you take one of those parts out of the equation, uh, you can still grow, but it's not as fruitful and as fast as what God originally planned. We need discipline in our life both as a young adult or a child and as an older adult. Sometimes we need to be corrected by someone that's going down the right path. Uh, We don't do each other any favors if we do not help each other get back on the right path. And that means sometimes to say something boldly as you ought to speak, uh, saying something lovingly, but it's one of those things that's hard to say because it's your family or your friends. But we need to do that. That discipline is important. If there is no discipline, then there are many paths a child can go down, or adults. uh, Most of which we do not want to see happen. Discipline is needed. That's what I'm learning from this. Uh, Verse 4 talks about the reward of humility and fear of the Lord is riches and honor and life. And too many times that that pride or our own, uh, what can we get out of this, our own selfish nature kind of rears its ugly head. But it's that humility that we need to have. Uh, realize we aren't the best at everything that we do. We need the Lord in all aspects of our life. And to fear the Lord in, in a way where it's, we know He loves us, but we also just It's that respect we have for the Lord. He calls us to be holy. He calls us to live a life that is above things of this world. A life that is not about self, but about others. A life that is about love and not selfish gain. Um, When we train up a child, we need to model behaviors uh, that reflect Christ, that reflect Jesus. Jesus. And his teachings that he's taught us. Uh, Our modeled behavior is what kids see. From a very early age, they observe us and then they start imitating that behavior, and then they start doing that behavior. And same goes for someone that you're discipling as well. First, you got to imitate this behavior. You don't just say it, you gotta do it. And you gotta put them in positions to where they can start imitating that behavior. So my question is this, what are you showing that other person? What are you saying? What behaviors are you modeling for them? Do you show patience or are you quick to react? I I mean, both can be effective, but really patience, patience, that's huge. That can take things, uh, that helps people uh, put down their guards a little bit. And when you have patience, uh, it just shows that love. Quick to react, well, that that can bring up walls. And that can really kind of make things go a lot further, a lot longer. Verse 13, uh, this is talking about that sluggard. <laughs> the part where there's a line outside. And it, it just cracks me up just reading that. Um, just reading my, my uh, devotional Bible, my study Bible. Uh, It was reminding me of excuses that we make, things that we do to avoid responsibilities. How many people do we know in our life that say something uh, because they couldn't get something done or say something because, uh, you know what, they don't want to take ownership of it. So let's blame it on someone or something else. And when they say it, it, it makes sense to them and it sounds good, but... Really, after there's a pattern of it, and after you see that person's fruit for what it is, uh, sometimes that may seem like rotten fruit. Those excuses uh, that sluggard person is—they're um, just trying to avoid something they're supposed to do, a responsibility they are tasked to do, and it comes out foolish. You know, we need to take ownership in things. If you're late, you know what? I was late. I'm sorry, I'm not going to do it again. We need to repent from that and turn and, and not try to do it again. If uh, something didn't go the way you planned, you know what? Take ownership. You know what? This did not go the way I thought, but I'm going to take notes and I'm going to prove upon this the next time. Sometimes failure is not a bad thing. It's something we can learn from and gain from. So instead of taking a sluggard, an excuse, or avoiding responsibilities approach, how about we take ownership and take wisdom from that moment or that thing and try to do better and walk in a more upright way. Um, there's another verse where it's ta- uh, verse 10. talks about driving out a scoffer and strife will go out and quarreling and abuse will cease. Well, that kind of goes with that as well. It's a scoffer, someone that's making fun of others and uh, fighting and strife and abuse. These are things of the world. Whenever we have these situations in our life where there's someone trying to speak negative things about us or around us, or um, someone that is trying to create a fight with us, well, you know what? Remove that from your life. Sometimes God will do that for you. When you remove those negative situations from your life and you focus on Christ, you'll see that you start flourishing and you start growing. How many times have we heard misery loves company? Well, (laughs) this is proof. You drive that out, you drive out that scoffer, and things will, all those situations will cease. You're still going to have hard times and situations in the future, but um, try to focus on surrounding yourself with people that are going to help you go further and not take you back or take you away from something. I don't know about you, but I'd rather have people that want to invest in me and pour into me than take away from me and keep me, kick me to the curb. I'd rather have leaders that say, you know what? I see something in you. I want to help you go further. That's who I am. That's what I like to do. And I hope you all like to do that as well. If there's one thing you get out of this podcast uh, from day one through however long this goes, however long God has me do this, I hope you see uh, someone that's passionate to serve the Lord. I hope you see me and my guests as someone that is passionate about others and helping them go further. And most importantly, pointing everything back to God. The last thing I want to talk about in this observation part of this episode is the wisdom is from God. And uh, Proverbs 2 through 6 through 8, I read earlier. I'm going to read it again just to emphasize the point. Uh, It reads, For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity, guarding the paths of justice, and watching over the way of his saints. I know this is from another chapter, but it's important to emphasize today. The Lord gives wisdom. I feel and I believe that I give wise counsel to my friends. I don't want to just say something they want to hear. I want to give them what God is putting in my heart to share. And sometimes it's tough to say. But I don't feel that that wisdom comes from me. To be honest with you, I'm not the smartest person in the room, but I seek the Lord. And I want to give good advice and help them go further. And I know that God, too, wants people to go forward in the plans that He has for them. So I seek the Lord. Uh, that, that wisdom, it's not always correct, but at least puts people in a good direction. Um, and anything I do is for integrity. What I take, uh, solace out of this is, um, it makes, it gives me hope where if I don't have a plan, you know what? God has that plan. It may not look, uh, it may not look like anything I can imagine, or maybe I don't see that plan until I have to rely on the Lord. Actually, I'm kind of coming up to one of those situations now. uh, We'll go into more details about that in the future. But sometimes we have to walk by faith and not by sight. You know, as scary as the world makes it sound, when you know God's hand is upon you and He's guiding you and protecting you, maybe it's not that bad after all. When it comes to God's wisdom, a couple other verses I want to go with here. Uh, James three seventeen goes with this. Um, but the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. James one five reads: If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously. To all without reproach, and it be given him. Going back to Proverbs, Proverbs 1 7 reads, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. This is where we're tying this into Proverbs 22. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. And Proverbs 13 1 talks about a wise son hears his father's instruction. But a scoffer does not listen to rebuke. So as I was going through this, um, verse 17 through 29 is under the uh, part where it's about words of the wise. And verse 17 says, incline your ear and hear the words of the wise and apply your heart to my knowledge. Verse 18, for if it will be pleasant, if you keep them within you, if all of them are ready for your lips. Verse 19, trust that your trust may be in the Lord. I have made them known to you today, even to you. When we don't know what to do, ask the Lord. When we need wise counsel, yes, we can talk to our friends and our family and this and that, but sometimes uh, they give good advice. It just may not be the best advice, or it may not be the advice that God has for you. So take, you can ask other people what to do. But then seek the Lord on it and then pray about it. And if you're still unsure, you know what? Just be still then and wait on the Lord. He will give you more information. He will guide you. He he will bring someone into your life to point you in a direction. Uh, I mean, just seek the Lord. That is the best advice I can give. So that's my observation for today. Now, how can we apply this to our life? Well, just going over all these things, um, uh, training up a child, uh, watching out for scoffers and, and people that are doing things of this world and seeking God on wisdom. Well, how can we apply that? Uh, very simply, one, what model of behavior are you modeling? Is it one that God is calling you to? If not, I have good news. We have time to do that right now, but make a conscious effort to start going the way that God calls you. Start acting the way God calls you, wherever you're at. Uh, If it's not our children, there's other kids that see us in how we act. If we're going to act foolish, they will act foolish. If we have discipline and uh, know right from wrong, they too will know right from wrong. Sometimes they might choose to go down the wrong path, but you know what, they at least know what the right path looks like. And so when you have more people walking down the right path, well, they too will more likely go down the right path. So applying this to your life, go in the direction that God's calling you to. Um, have your life reflect uh, a way of life that is called to be more holy in all this world. Um, Not doing our fleshly desires and the sin that we once did, but instead going in a new direction and forward with Christ. Two, watch out for that negative uh, person in your life. I mean, you can pour into them and try to disciple them, but at the same time, if they're tearing you down and trying to take away from anything that you do or take credit for what you do, well, just... Be aware, discern whether you should be in that situation or not. Um, Sometimes removing yourself from that equation is best for all parties involved. Um, If there's someone that doesn't want to change, it's tough because I always pour into people. Sometimes, sometimes it's unfruitful, but sometimes there's distance is important too. But seek the Lord As you come up to that trial, that that tough situation, that tough person in your life. And last but not least, we can get advice left and right from anyone, everyone. Everyone has opinion, especially this day and age, especially on social media. But the best advice, the wisdom comes from the Lord. Knowledge begins with the Lord. Fools despise wisdom in instruction, Proverbs 1, 7 said. So if someone's going to give you just a, just a quick little, you know what, I have two cents for you. Ah, maybe don't take those two cents to the bank. Maybe you should uh, say thank you. I'll go get a second opinion. I'm going to seek the Lord. So friends, the best advice I can give today is just seek the Lord. He will let you know what you need to do. So now that we've applied this, we're going to go ahead and pray. Father, we thank you for, for what you do in our lives. We thank you for all that you do um, in our communities, in our in our homes, in, in every aspect of every day. Lord, there's times where um, we want to pour into our children and we want to do our best for them, but we just, we don't know what to do. As parents, (laughs) I know being a new parent, uh, sometimes it's just, uh, Lord, give me the strength and the knowledge to get through this. But every day is a new day. Every moment is a new moment. But every moment is a great moment with you being there. Lord, give us wisdom when it comes to parenting. Give us wisdom to train our children to grow closer to you and to walk in a path that is righteous and that you are calling them to. Lord, we ask that you protect our children and you guide them and put life-giving people in their life. Father, we pray that there are more people leaving the paths of this world and walking on a path that is righteous and that leads to you, Jesus. We pray that those that, uh, you know what, they grow up, they graduate high school, go into the world, whether it's college or a business, that when they see things of this world, they can fall back on the foundation, which is you, Jesus. We pray that they walk on a path and that you are ordering their steps and that they actually go forward further because of you. Father, we pray that whenever we run across someone that pulls us in a direction that we are not to go or someone that speaks negatively in our life, That we are able to discern what it is that you say versus what they say. That we are able to identify what is true, which is what you say, and not what they say. Lord, sometimes it seems like only you know about our scenario or you know who we truly are. And I take comfort in that. Sometimes people just don't understand what we go through day in, day out because they're not with us every moment of every day. Or they don't know um, what goes into something or why things come to be. But Lord, you do. You know everything. You know what we think. You know how we act. You know everything, Lord. So I pray that with every move we make, every thought we think, every word we say, that we seek you. Father I pray that when we seek you more and more those that are negative around us you know it's it's like the light shines so bright that they too are impacted they may not be around us for much longer but they remember how this person is changing more for Christ and how you transform us and make us a new creation when we are found in you Father, may us hear your instructions. Let us tune in our ears and our eyes and everything that we have and seek you, Lord. All this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I thank you all for tuning in today. I hope this encouraged you. I hope that uh, you got a lot out of this message. Thank you. God bless. Thank you for listening to Anchor for My Soul podcast. If you would like to help us reach further and hear daily content in the near future, we ask that you share this podcast with your friends and also consider becoming a financial partner to help us reach further for Jesus and to share the word. We are blessed to have listeners who pray for us and go make a difference in the kingdom. Please check out our website, www.anchorformysoulpodcast.com where we have our past episodes, information about the podcast, and even who I am. If you so feel led to become a financial partner, you can either go to our website or you can go to anchor.fm backslash anchor for my soul podcast. Together we make a difference. God bless.